and we are very, very pleased to have with us today George Clinton, founder of the Parliament's Parliament Funkadelic, Parliament Funkadelic, P-Funk, an influencer of thousands. There you go. Sliving Legend is in his sixth decade of creating cutting-edge music and proffering provocative lyrics, generating countless studio albums over the past 50 years. George Clinton has remained in the forefront, always sounding contemporary, with a vision for the future and an understanding of the past. Please help us celebrate his legacy and welcome George Clinton. What's up, dude? <laughs> How are what you today, is, sir? What it is. What it is. Uh, can, can, uh, are you talking straight into the mic here? Can you hear me? Can you talk a little bit louder? Any chance? I said, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you barely hear you. The mothership is just becoming in reach. Okay, the mothership is coming in reach. Yeah, we're on our way. All right. Let's, uh, a couple of years away, but we'll be there in a couple of minutes. Okay, that's a good thing. I remember in 76 when you had the large mothership at your concerts. It was a pretty amazing thing. Oh, yeah, but we don't, we don't have it. The clubs are too small nowadays, but uh, we're just about ready to come on back with it. Okay, cool. Um, how is the tour going so far? It's going great. Yeah. We, just, we just left the um, military base down in San Diego. We had to go in and give some of the, you know, the, the military people um, some funk to keep them in good spirit. That's a very uh, positive thing to do, and I'm sure they greatly appreciated it. And, oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, we had big fun. Excellent. And uh, how many uh, musicians are you taking on stage with you these days? About 25, 27. Uh, you've cut back <laughs> 25 or 27. That's incredible. Is yeah, any, we cut it down a little bit. Is anyone keeping stats on how many club dates you have done thus far in your continuing career? No. Um, we, don't have, we don't have that kind of calculator. I mean, it's got to be in the... In the, well, the thousands. Well, many thousands. Like, I'm thinking the 50s. You play almost every night for your whole career that I can remember. I don't think they nine months out of the year. Yeah. You're one of the very hardest working people in show business, that's for sure. Um, do you remember, I'm going to bring you to the way back machine here. Do you remember playing the factory ballroom in Pontiac, Michigan in June of 1972? <laughs> that's right. Um, and so does everyone who was there that night. You came from Toronto with Parliament and Funkadelic, about 10 assorted musicians, on stage, and you tore the roof off the place. And you, you, you don't sound that old. It's like you should remember that. Well, I do. I was there, and uh, I was blown away. And we, the biggest problem was getting the crowd to leave after four encores. We had a, uh, a curfew deadline, and we couldn't get them to leave. They didn't want to leave. They wanted you to play all night. You know that that particular show is on a bootleg uh, CD around it. You know that, don't you? It, no, I don't. Yeah, it's... Um, it's a bootleg um, city. I guess somebody better did it on a, a, a cassette or eight track or something. All right. Well, I'm going to have to look for that because those were the days when you were playing with the MC5, the Amboy Dukes, and you were rocking Detroit and right. a lot of other cities. Right. Tyler uh, Lampkin. That was his first show with us. The drummer. I'm here. Can you hear, can you hear me? Yes, we can. I said that was Tyrone Lampkin first night. It was seriously. 
he rocked. You guys were as tight as a drum, so to speak. Right. It was like Mega Brain's debut. Right. And your guitar player just smoked, too. That was, well, the whole band was great. The singing, everything, the antics on stage, the costuming, the choreography, everything was wonderful. Yeah, that's what we used to play with the Amboy Dukes. Right. Those were the days back in the day, weren't they? I'm telling you. It was fun. Um, you have you wear many hats and hairdos. It's hard to know where to begin in discussing all of your personalities and incarnations. And hour hardly seems to sc- scratch the surface uh, of your historic multi-group career. I want to let our listeners know that you have a great website at your name, George Clinton. Dot com, all one word, George Clinton, uh, spelled just like the president. And uh, George Clinton is the president of Funk, by the way, a much bigger uh, universe than just the United States itself. And uh, please go to his website and for all kinds of information and uh, and stuff on his new album, his tour, and everything else. Uh, yeah, the new album, how late do you have to be before you're absent? Yes, and I'm going to announce that later as we go. Otherwise... Uh, Marcy and Trisha are going to uh, come after me, so I will definitely get that information in at the end, too. Um, you, have in, you have instigated so much sexual energy and controversy with your lyrics, yet you did everything with clever innuendo and double entendres. Do you find today's hip-hop a little too in-your-face and profane? No, no, you know, fuck is the DNA for hip-hop. And um, today it has to be um, a little more provocative, because people have a, a little less attention span than they had when we was hot. Right. And it was a short attention span then. So now it has to be overdone just to um, wake people up to world to get down. Well, I think that's a very good point. And uh, personally, I like to take the time with the uh, double entendre. It's hard to play that music on the air, especially in the daytime, because we just can't, you know, leap it out or play it. But we can play your stuff and still provoke people uh, to uh, to think and to uh, to expand oh, yeah. their mind. Well, we, we know how to do it with tone so far. They, they have to come out and do it, you know, verbally, you know, because but they've also did another thing. They've almost rescued words. A lot of bad words is um, um, kind of endearing nowadays. Right. I mean, I don't know how to get away with it, but it don't seem to me to say that you admit with us, you know, as opposed to trying to stop them from saying it, they see like they change the meaning of what they of, uh, what they um, relate to it with about. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying, for instance, the race relation is ten times better in the in the hip hop music than any other music around. Um, uh, it's something like playing the dozens. You know, when, when you talk about each other's mother. Right. They seem like they've taken that particular concept, which is what we used to do. And the first one to get mad was the was the loser. <laughs> so I, I'm scared to say something because uh, you make things popular when you um, when you protest it too much. Right. That's, right. That's, how, that's how I keep up with the kids. Whenever parents hate music, I go and gravitate to that music. Right. <laughs> it's a true. It's a. It's an age-old truism. That's for sure. 
Well, I'll tell you, if I had any talent, I'd have written a tribute song to you called Get the Funk Into My Face. Get the Funk Into My Face. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Did, uh, did, did re-elected mayor of New Orleans borrow from you when he called it Chocolate City? Who's that? Uh, you, you know, Ray? Uh, Nagin. Nagin called New Orleans Chocolate City, and I wondered if he borrowed that from you. Oh, yeah, 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 they, they, borrowed, it from the, they borrowed it from the P. Yeah. Now, have you done some benefit concerts down there to help those people out? It seems like we, you do real we, well down in New Orleans. We just, we just left there about two weeks. Well, we're going to have a go. Great. Uh, we have a, a gentleman that's sharing the, uh, the show today, Jake Bacon, who plays lots of Cajun music and Zydeco from down there, and... Uh, he, he loves all music from that area, and uh, we certainly have been paying attention here at KUCI. I want to do some funk in Zydeco. You're going to do funk in Zydeco, or you have? Yeah, I want to do. I mean, I did some with um, a group from um, Houston, Texas, uh, um, New Orleans, and it was interesting. Very cool, it's, man. Very cool. This so is Jake Bacon. So you actually have a recording that you're on that's Zydeco? No, we didn't, re we didn't record it. I was just sitting in with some of the uh, some musicians, and they were playing all of our songs, but we did the Zydeco band. Oh, wow. So there was some accordion uh, doing the funk then. Right. Nice, nice. Hey, you know, yeah. and then a little rub board in there. It's mighty good stuff, man. I thought it was really, it reminded me of, um, uh, uh, was it, Land of a Thousand Dances? Oh, yeah. It, it reminded me of that kind of stuff. Um, uh, um, what else was it? Uh, a lot of Cajun music, but it was really, you know, uh, really, really funky. Yeah, that's what we need is some funkadelic Zydeco, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's a new, it would be a whole new music genre. We should, it, like sitting on my yai yai. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, let's see. It just shows you how wide your influence is and how many cats want to play your music no matter what they're doing. Mr. Ew. You are back. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have you back. Sorry about that. Yeah, the cloaking. Yeah, I, the cloaking of the mothership. You know, it's probably the NSA, and they're in on the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they're they screen, screening our calls. That's what's happening. I knew it was something like that. You have the Parliament, the Funkadelic, and the P-Funk Funk, All-Stars. Oh all at the same time. Is there a jealousy between each ensemble for your attention? Well, I'm jealous of myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great attitude of George Clinton we want. And me, me don't get along with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's not like that. You know, like, um, see, if the bride was here and Andy and Reagan, I'd be a bride's maid. I see. Everybody is all those things. At once, you know, except we may have a few people from the stars that's not with us all the time. But for the most part, everybody considers themselves whoever um, is happening, or, or all the names. You know what I'm saying? I may okay. um, be partial to, say, um, a Funkadelic album or Parliament album when I get ready to record it, but not... not um, so much that um, I would I would leave out something good if somebody got something good to do, to say I'm gonna use it. But um, what? Uh, myself, a George Clinton project or people of All Stars project, I can pretty much work with anybody than anybody producer. Right. 
Well, that's good, but it, it must be a little tough on your promotions department with so many names of groups and albums causing confusion in the marketplace. Well, they, they tried to say that, but... Um, they tried to say that. <laughs> you know, they tried to say that, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Focus is on reward. Right. So people have to work a little bit to find and out. that's one reason we have our own label now, the Sea Conspiracy. Right. Okay. And uh, we don't have, we'll probably have some... <laughs> Some t- uh, uh, contest to see if uh, we put out records to see if uh, people can say who it belongs to. Parliament Funkadelic, uh, George Clinton, or people call stars. That's a good good idea. I've spent a week trying to dissect it all, and I have a hard time remembering which is which. I sort of know that the original Funkadelic had some nasty guitar and was a little bit more psychedelic, whereas uh, when you moved to P Funk, you got a little bit more dance and. Uh, uh, yeah, horns yeah. and stuff. But did you ever hear Dope Dog album? Not, I haven't, I, I have to say. If you get a chance, see if you can pick up on a Dope Dog's album. Okay. It's actually all up together, people go all stars, probably that Funkadelic. But most of it is, is actually Funkadelic. Okay. I, will I, would think, I would think real hip-hop, real, you know, hip-hop when they had to use all samples, that was akin to Funkadelic. Right. That's what I understand. A lot of hip-hop artists have went back in the old vinyl racks and uh, were sampling from your original Funkadelic vinyl discs. Yeah. Which is quite an honor. I would say they appreciate your taste and your uh, the legacy that you've set down for uh, the whole, all of music, really. Well, I'm saying, I'm, I would make a sample of a whole bunch of my own old Funkadelic stuff. So you're going you're gonna to steal from yourself? Is that what you're saying? for myself, I just um, <laughs> clone myself. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Because you know, the concept of sampling <laughs> is the same as cloning. I see. Well, you know, you were way ahead of the, the crowd when it came to scientific research and uh, UFO and uh, all other kinds of uh, scientific endeavors into the future. So um, if anyone's entitled to clone their own music, I'd say it was George Clinton. Oh yeah, I see that. I, I like cloning myself, and um, they give you they give you a new approach to um to the music. After you, after you do it and put it together, then you try to learn it. They have the band try to learn it the way it was sampled. Right. You know, got sample some of this and sample some of that. Then sample copy duplicate and loop it to stupid. <laughs> You're jamming right now on the air. We're hearing something new. I I can hear it. Uh, <clears throat> and um, I have to ask you this question from the lore of George George Clinton. Uh, I heard that in your big tour of 1976 that you booked the entire Continental Hyatt House on Sunset, and there still weren't enough rooms for your band and everyone's entourage. Is that a true story? Pretty much so. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, Bootsy, Horny Horns, uh, Rick James, um, Ivy Brothers and Shaka Khan, and ourselves. It, it it sounds like the high might have started to move uphill a little bit that night. Oh man, that week! <laughs> <laughs> it was rocking. Okay, um, now you are touring with Parliament Funkadelic, is that correct? Right. And yet your most current album is uh, called the P is with the P Funk All Stars. It's, it's, it's a compilation okay. of Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, okay. P Funk All Stars. And individual artists. Okay. My, grand, my granddaughter's on there. That's what I understand. And is she 
she doing her grandfather justice? Oh, yeah, sativa. It's in the genes. Yeah, she's doing the lots of justice. Um, we're doing some remixes on her stuff now. Mark Bass uh, from the Bass Brothers, who actually do most of the producing of Eminem. It, it, they're doing some uh, remixes tonight. Oh, that's um, great. Right here in L.A. called Something Stinking, I Want Some. Okay, so you're always going to sound fresh no matter what. So even if people have seen you before, they're going to see something new this week at the House of Blues. Is that correct? Oh, for definite. For oh, that's, definite. That's we're, awesome. we're, doing, we're doing quite a few cuts from uh, How Late Do You Have to Be Before You Answer. And let me spell that out for people. How late do you, with have a U, to have to a numeral two with a B and a B like Bridget Bardot, Four, the number four, another U, and then a, a letter R, and then the word absent. Right. How late, How do, you... late do you have to be before you are absent? Right. It would make a gigantic license plate, which would probably require one of your spaceships to fit it on. Right. Okay. And the answer to that is uh, 421. 421? <laughs> <laughs> we we did a special on 420, but that's probably a little bit different. Uh, 420, you, yeah. be, you, know, you know, you can be just a little, little late. So yeah. If you get that 421, ain't going to be nothing left. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We're here. Uh, KUCI <laughs> is located in direct proximity with the University of California, Irvine. And uh, the provosts there have granted me the authority to bestow upon you the honorary doctorate of funkology. So congratulations on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I graduated. I graduated from school. <laughs> okay, do you have any other words of wisdom you would like to impart on our listening audience today? Say it again. Pardon me? What'd you say? I said, would, or do you have any parting words of wisdom to bestow on our listening audience today? Oh, Free your mind, your answer will follow. Seems like it's due again. Well, that sounds like sage advice for everyone. Mr. Clinton, we want to thank you so much for joining us today on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. You're a joy to talk to, and uh, we we really um, appreciate all the, the effort you've made over all the years to provide us with such enjoyment with, with your music and for motivating us and inspiring us in our own lives. Hey, make sure to tell everybody tonight, bring an extra booty, though. I will tell them to bring their booty tonight. We don't want to get too, you know, highfalutin on here. Let's get down to the funk. George Clinton, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we do have tickets available for uh, this Friday at the Anaheim House of Blues. Just call in at 949-5, what is it, 824-5824. i got to know my own number here. Thanks again, Mr. Clinton, for calling. Uh, we hope that uh, you get a full turnout tonight and that people will be as enthusiastic about your mu your music as we are and that your current album is out there. It's available, and we'll announce it again in a little while. Ruth, thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs>